Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. It's the BQW Podcast, presented by Big Q's World. Here's where we talk about consumer technology, everyday life struggles, pop culture, latest news stories, and whatever else that goes on inside of Big Q's brain. All right, Geekazoids, it's going down right now. Here's your host, Big Q. What's going on, everybody? What is up? This is the BQW, Big Q's World Podcast. We get into this episode number three. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. Um, and there's some mixed. I was like, I know just my weekly is like, it's a little bit weird. I'm trying my best to, to, to kind of wrap my mind around it. And, um, because I'm so used to doing, recording the podcast every single week, like we was doing with, with smart guys and everything. And this one, it's a little bit different. And I'm a little bit behind because of work. Um, you know, we just started the, the brand new, um, holiday shopping situation. So, uh, work got me, uh, by the, by the ball sack right now. And, um, I'm working a whole lot of hours. So I was actually supposed to record like four days ago. And then now here we are on, this is, uh, for recording. This is on Tuesday, uh, December 7th. I was supposed to record like four days ago. And uh, I'm just not getting around to it. Um, but I, but I wanted to get back to it and I wanted to get back because man, I had so much thing, so many things, so many things I wanted to, to do this week on the podcast, two things I wanted to talk about, um, but I probably have, well, because of certain things that happened since the last time I sat down and, you know, in front of this, this desk, um, I had to, I had to move some things around. I had to do, to change the priority. I had to figure out what, what was more important to talk about. Um, you know, obviously I like to talk about music stuff on the show. Um, and I had a, a story about, you know, artists, uh, re-recording them, their, their materials so they can own their, their masters and whatnot. Uh, Taylor Swift or Shanti. A lot of other people were doing stuff like that. I, I, it was a really interesting story. I wanted to talk about it, but I think I'll talk about it on the next show because there was a, a versus battle. <laughs> there was a versus battle, uh, between Bone Thugs and Harmony and, uh, Three Six Mafia. And some interesting things went down during that. I definitely want to get into that because that was pretty hilarious. Uh, plus, you know, Omicrons are coming. Um, so we got Omicrons on the way. And, um, you know, we're getting ready to start. Like my wife just said, uh, uh, COVID season three is on, is, is a fast one approaches. Cause you know how you always get that, um, that big cliffhanger, uh, at the end of the movie to let you know that, that, that another part is coming. So, you know, we was like, we thought we was handling, handling COVID and, and coronavirus. And then, you know, right at the end of the year, uh, there is the, in the background, we see that the Omicrons are coming. So the Omicrons will, will kick off season three of, uh, COVID-19. So man, I, so I want to talk about the Omicrons and, and with that, you know, it was, it was a weird thing how, um, like about a week or so ago, right before we found out about the Omicron, the Omicron variant, uh, of, of COVID-19, uh, one of my buddies, uh, you know, with a fellow podcaster, uh, David Reshin from, uh, the uh Rush Vice podcast. He had posted something on Twitter that I thought was pretty funny. He had posted this meme of um these these people, you know, with this disgusted look on their face, kinda of like looking back, you know, at the person who was taking the picture with these with this disgusted kind of like look on their face, like and he had put in there like, you know, that's that's the the look that he gets whenever he walks into like a rural uh convenience store or something like that. Like nobody has masks on, but they're looking at him walking in with the mask on like like he's crazy. And you know, and it's crazy because like when I saw that meme, I thought it was hilarious. But then I thought, yo, I know exactly what that feel like. <laughs> it happened to me all the time. Sometimes I go to the gas station and I run in there, want to get some gas and whatnot, and I walk in and I'm I'm standing in there in line and I'm really the only one wearing a mask. And it's very weird. So it was a weird situation, but it got me just thinking. I thought, you know, I, you know, I thought I saw that meme. I was like, 
you know, uh, we we live in we live in a weird, a very weird world right now, and and, and now we you know we have the normal human etiquettes that we've normally been going through, and now we're kind of struggling with this new style, this new way of life, this new etiquette, this COVID etiquette um, that we're going to be dealing with. So there, you know, we have that on the table, and so I figured, like, let me go look at like because we do interact and and with each other differently now, or we should be, you know. And then there's this whole. Uh, you know, vaccinated versus unfact vaccinated stance and mass versus no, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole thing, you know, and, and, and I'm not here to say, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not like one of those people who gonna try to say, well, you know, doing it this way is the right way and doing it that way is, is the wrong way that, that, you know, I, you know, we don't do that here, but it, it is some things that I find, um, kind of funny and, and a little bit, you know, strange that, you know, we, we are this deep into a situation. And we still have uh, weird, uh, weird, weird thought processes when it comes to it. It just, it, just, it, it baffles me. It's a, it's a bunch of weird, weird stuff that I hear people say, that I see people do. Uh, I figure we'll talk about it here because this is what we do. This is the Big Q's World Podcast. Again, we we talk about stuff like that on this podcast. Uh, sadly, though, you know, I got to I got to kind of kick the, the podcast off in a, and because you know this is something I definitely wasn't planning on covering uh on the show because it hadn't happened you know the last time well you know but we got to talk about serious stuff too um you know th- this whole thing that went down in michigan last week this uh school shooting uh with the um uh with the guy uh crumbly what's his name crumbly crumb Crum- we'll get to the story in a second uh but that but this whole thing like before we get into the story i, I just i don't know man i'm I remember, you know, starting to do a podcast. Uh, we started a podcast, me and my brother JB. We started a podcast during the summer. It was called Pressure Points Podcast. And we was going to be covering, you know, stories like this. And then, but what I realized, uh, quickly, uh, you know, as we, as we recorded like two, two or three episodes is that when it came to like certain things like, uh, gun control, and speaking about gun gun ownership and stuff like that in general, we had two very very different stances on it. And, and again, I am not one to say, you know, if you feel it this way, you're right, and if you feel this way, you're you're wrong. It's just I don't know. This is my podcast. I just I'm just gonna say how I feel about about everything. And, you know, so we we figured out during during the course of recording, like I think that we only did like one or two episodes. Only thing that the podcast got to a third episode because. We just had different views when it came to certain things. And then, and gun control, uh, was one that I just, I, I don't know. I have this, this weird stigma about, um, only because, and let's just, let's just get this, just be clear. Let's just keep it all the way 100 real here. Cause that's, that's what we do. Um, me personally, I, I feel like, uh, people can, can get guns a little too easily, you know, and, and, and when we see stuff like this, uh, you know, schools getting shot up. And, and stuff like this, uh, this is kind of what makes me feel this way. Like, and, and, and this particular thing, guess, is, is dripping with so much ignorance in this whole entire story with the parents and the, and, and buying the gun for the Christmas present. A, a bunch of stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. For me, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around stuff like that. Uh, because, you know, I, I grew up, you know, in, in a, in a very crime ridden, violent, heavy, violence, was like I saw it on a, on a regular basis that, like I, you know, seeing people, you know, shoot people and get shot. Like I, yeah, I've seen stuff like that, like in person. So you know, it, it, it terrifies me to to think about uh, to think about like my kid in school. You know, not just going to school on a regular day, um, just to go and you know to you know to to learn and you know and, and to become like you know a better person. And and there's this looming threat of of, of getting of getting shot and killed. Just for going to school one particular day, and and and, and the roots of it is is, is really crazy. And, you know, and I don't want to go on this whole old school versus new school mentality. I, you know, I will say uh, the 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 youth of today are are, are a little bit soft, and and, and I'm gonna say it. I, I believe um, tweaked off these video games, man. And and really, I, I I don't even blame the kids for being tweaked on the video games. I blame their their parents, and I and I blame uh, you know their parents for sitting them in front of. Uh, YouTube videos and Twitch streams 
and and PlayStation Fives playing Call of Duty all day. You know, cause cause they they think you know you shoot and kill people on things from happening, they're gonna respond like you know a little bit late. And the world don't work that way, right? You know, but 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 you know they know more about guns than people who who served in the military, and it's ridiculous, right? I've, I've heard them talk about it. I've heard them talk about. The different guns and things and, and talking about recoil and spec, specifications of, like, and they've never held one in real life. They're just talking about recoil, like, talking about these specs of the gun, like, they know exactly what they talk. It's, 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 it's ridiculous. I, I urge anybody who, 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 uh, got kids, uh, uh, young people or, or around young people, talk to them, ask them questions about this stuff, and you'll see what I'm talking about. They know more about that stuff than you think. And, and, and it, and it goes very, it's very serious to them. You know, and so like, you know, it's different from, you know, when when I was growing up, you know, it was the whole thing like you had a beef or whatever. You know, you couldn't wait till you get off, like you get off the school bus. Like you, we get off the, at the bus stop, it was gonna be a scrap. We knew it, right? It was it was going down whether you wanted it or not. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, somebody took a L, somebody got a busted lip, somebody got a black eye, but they was able to come back to school the next day, and and that was that was the beauty of that, right? Um, just, just, just being able to uh, survive the conflict when really, like now, there is no like if, if somebody got a beef now, it's like okay, these people been messing with me for too long. Uh, instead of you know approaching them and, and you know and maybe like you know throwing hands with them or whatever, you know you, you you're getting AR-15s and and, and nine millimeters and, and and like it's it's ridiculous. And you, you you show up to the school and and like the part that really trips me out is like the folks who we're doing it who 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 pushed you to this point it, it ain't like you you can you went in looking for those guys you know what I'm saying? like you went in looking for them it's like um like you just shoot anybody who shows up like if they see you with the gun you you, you shooting them and, and like that ain't, that ain't fair you know these people might not even the ones who got shot and killed might not, not even knew that it was a situation that it was it was it was a problem um with uh you know you and and whoever this was, They're like they they might not, have, not might not have had a clue. You you know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 they lost their life behind that because you had a problem and you didn't know how to handle it properly. And that's another thing. Even before COVID, I feel like, especially young people, they uh, the the communication and the the, the inter interaction with, with with one another it's non-existent because they, everybody's so used to burying their faces in screens or talking to each other through avatars. It, it's weird because I, I remember a few years ago uh, when this whole Pokemon Go thing came about. And I remember seeing, like, uh, pictures on, online of kids, like, and, and like a mass amount of them, you know, hundreds of them, kind of like, you know, on these, on these campuses, uh, huddled in these groups, hunting Pokemon, but nobody is speaking to one another. They they all just uh, they all just kind of like uh, looking at their phones and stuff. And uh, and it's so it's so crazy. I, I I don't know. I, I look at that and I'm like, I just remember for us it was it was a weird. It was like the the worst thing was like not getting picked to be on on a certain team, like for like a football game or a basketball game or whatever to pick up or you know pick up games or whatever. Like the worst thing was like not getting picked or whatever. But like. But but we were there together, all of us. Like you know, and then and I just don't, I don't really. See, I, I think that plays a part in in the whole uh, uh, imaginary or or or, or fantasy, you know them fantasizing about what 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 uh, shooting somebody with a gun is like. You know, in the whole because they used to they 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 seen it happen millions of times on their screens. They've seen people die. Like in an endless loop, they see people get shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like over and over and over again for hours on end. This is what they see, right? And 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 so then you got a family, a kooky, ridiculous. You know, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with these people, but they they go and 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 you and you encourage us and, and you and you indulge in these uh, in this in this. This kid already got problems clearly. And and you uh and you you, you want to buy him a, a a pistol for for Christmas? I, I you know where where in the world where do we do this? Like what where, where where do we in what world do we we buy kids guns as as Chris as Christmas presents? Like ah 
And I'm, 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 it's, it's, it's crazy. So before we go into any further, I'm going to go ahead and play a little clip here. And we'll listen to this, and then we'll dive into this part right here. As we come on the air tonight, an intense search is underway for two parents now facing criminal charges connected to that deadly school shooting this week in Oxford, Michigan. Their 15-year-old son is accused of using a pistol purchased just a week ago as an early Christmas present to kill four students and injure seven other people, including a teacher. Two students are still in the hospital. A prosecutor today charged Jennifer and James Crumbly with involuntary manslaughter for allegedly failing to prevent the attack by not meeting their responsibilities as gun owners. The University of Michigan will honor the victims this weekend. The Wolverines football team will wear a tribute patch at their Big Ten championship game tomorrow. It includes an O for Oxford and the initials TM for Tate Meyer a varsity football player who was killed. Wow. So this, this is where we are now. This is like, this is the part of the story <clears throat> where I'm really confused I, and, and I, and I get really upset and you know, and it touches me in, in a different kind of way being a parent. Right. So these parents, so, you know, we've seen school shootings before, right? We, we, we've seen school shootings before, but, you know, it's most of the time the parents have no idea. Oh, I had no idea, you know, Jimmy was doing this, and I had no idea, you know, he was going through that mentally or whatever, whatever, whatever. But this time it was different. They, they Not only were they aware, uh, they uh, were enabling this kid by getting him the things that he needed to go on this little rampage and then uh, encouraging him to do it uh, before he actually did it, right? Um I, I'm, I, young guys. I mean, I know. It's supposed to be a part. I'm supposed to talk. It's hard. It is, right? Okay. So look at the article. Right. It says uh, the parents of the teen accused of fatally shooting, fatally shooting four people at a Michigan high school have been charged in connection with the rampage. James and Jennifer Crumbly were each charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Wow. Uh, on Saturday, they pleaded not guilty to the charges. Imagine that. Not guilty, right? Um, the county prosecutor, Karen McDonald, announced the charges against the couples on Friday, saying that they failed to prevent the tra- tragedy and allow their son to have access to the gun he used in the shooting. Here's a quote. While the shooter was, was the one who entered the high school and pulled the trigger, there are other individuals who contributed to the events on November 30th, and it's my intention to hold them accountable as well. That's, that's what she said in the news conference, and, and I 100% uh, I, I am behind her with this. Um, when I, like, I mean, I feel like whatever punishment they get, they give to the kid. I mean, look, that's that's a given. But but I think these these parents should be put underneath the the the, the, the prison. You know what I'm saying? I think I feel like they they should be punished. Beyond the uh, the the normal maximums, because because this is ridiculous. It makes no sense, right? Um, the report goes on and says authorities searched for the parents after the charges were announced. They had not turned themselves into authorities as of Friday night, and were later arrested following a police manhunt that ended in the basement of a Detroit building. For first of all, so <laughs> you already know you're wrong. Okay, now okay now okay let's let's. I'm just trying to get myself into the mindset of these quote unquote parents, right? So a couple of weeks ago, we take your son to the to the to the gun store, and uh, you, you buy him a a pistol that is supposed to be a a Christmas present. Uh, we still, you know, three weeks out from Christmas. He already got the gun, right? Uh, he lets you know that he's getting ready to go to school and take care of some stuff. You know, you tell him, hey, listen, you need to be careful and make sure and definitely make sure you don't you don't get yourself caught. Right. Um, But then you go and shoot the place up and everything. Uh, The parents. okay, so if they if they if they felt good about what they were doing, they felt like they were in the right. Why did they run? Why did they go hide in the in the the basement of a building? Why why didn't they go and talk to the police right away? Um, So that's why I feel like they, they should get their caps peeled back. They should. They should get punished in, in the most gruesome way um, people can think of, right? That, that's just my personal opinion. Going back to the article, it says, The shooting suspect, 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly, faces 24 charges 
in Tuesday shooting, including four counts of first-degree murder and one count of terrorism causing death. Four people were killed and seven others were wounded in the shooting at Oxford High. Man, I'm trying to tell you. This is why, number one, I am so uh, thankful that uh, that my kid made it through high school without uh, having to deal with, with stuff like this. Because as bad as I thought we had it growing up in the in the 90s and whatnot, Man, these kids got it rough, man, and and they and, and they got it rough, and they and and they 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 got it rough, but it, but it's also because they haven't been exposed to to when they got exposed to the wrong things too early. When you, when you give when you give kids the world early, uh, you know you shouldn't be surprised when when they do when they do grown up stuff. You know what I mean? And it, it just it just is uh, it is what it is, man. This, this is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, so I'm hoping that, like I said, I, 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 you know, I'm pretty sure that the son, I mean, he's 15 years old, so I don't know how they're going to pursue this. I don't know. Uh, you know, he, he have taken some people's lives. So he, there is murder, four counts of first degree murder. So I'm pretty sure he's going to be getting charged as an adult. Uh, he pretty much going to get, probably going to get, uh, punished pretty, pretty heavily. But you know, beyond that, I, I just need to see these parents get what's coming to them. That's what I need. Right. Man, there was, a, there was a, this was a hard way to, to kick the show off, uh, and, and that kind of thing. But, uh, I felt like, you know, I'd have been doing you guys a disservice if I didn't, didn't, didn't follow the story. Um, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead and, uh, take a pause for the calls. We'll come back. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a little, throw to an ad real quick and, uh, we'll come back. Uh, but maybe some, you know, more cheerful, something a little bit more exciting, something a little bit more lighthearted than this. Uh, we're gonna, I'll be right back after this break, man. Yo, y'all hang in there. Big Q's Sunday's Best is brought to you in part by Sweetwater Music and Pro Audio. Since 1979, Sweetwater has been home for all music lovers, DJs, broadcasts, podcasters, and live streamers. The collection includes an impressive selection of guitars, microphones, DJ equipment, keyboards, drums and percussion, pro mixers, channel strips, accessories, and more from popular brands. You can save on names like Yamaha, Behringer, Rode, M-Audio, Sure, Sennheiser, and Slate Digital. On top of all the amazing products offered at Sweetwater, you can go online and read the news and research from artists and experts in the industry. Sweetwater prides themselves on providing top-notch customer service. So if you ever have a question, you can count on our music experts at Sweetwater to resolve your issue. When you shop, just remember to use one of our Sweetwater coupons that I've included in the show notes. Remember, Sweetwater is Pro Audio. Before we even get started, you ugly motherfuckers ain't finna be mocking me while I'm on motherfucking stage. Like straight the fuck up. Nigga, suck my dick. And gangsta boo. Suck my dick. Me. What the fuck? Y'all are haters. Tears is all y'all haters. You must just take your pills. You weird old ass nigga. Fuck wrong with you, bitch ass nigga. Tears is all Ass, what the fuck wrong with you? Why y'all do this shit, man? I didn't know they were losing. Hey, Benjamin, gonna ruin y'all career. Y'all better without a fuck him. For the culture, they say, right? That's what that's what these uh these uh these verses battles. That's what they say. They say it's, it's it's for the it's for the culture and, and this kind of thing. So the latest versus battle pitted uh Cleveland legends, Bone Thugs and Harmony, who came out of full force, all five members for the first time that I've ever seen all five of them together. It was it was it was lazy, crazy, wish, uh busy, and flesh. Like seeing flesh on stage, that was actually my first time seeing it ever, right? So all, all the group was for the first time in, in this full capacity. Bone Thugs and Harmony versus Memphis Legends, Three Six Mafia, Juicy J, DJ Paul, Crunchy Black. Uh, Gangsta Boo is with them, right? So, uh, I mean, you know, honestly, I've been reading a lot of the the uh, the uh, the the comments that people have had about this particular versus. 
Um, and I knew when this when they started this thing, eventually something like this was going to happen. I just, I, you know, I, I knew it. I just, I'm just saying, you put the right people on that stage, and and this was going to happen. I'm just, I'm just saying, right? Um, so what ended up going down was. Um, Busy Bone and the Thugs, they were, Thug, uh, Bone Thugs were doing, doing a, a, a song. And, you know, Juicy J and DJ Paul was kind of like dancing along on the, on the other. So basically, let me break it down. They had the stage kind of divided. So they had like, um, it was kind of roped off of like police tape, kind of making it like a crime scene on the Bone Thugs side. And then, of course, on the Three Six Mafia side, they had like a little fake steam pyro thing kind of coming up on their side. So that was like a, like a, a police, rope off to kind of rope the you know divided the two sides of the stage and um so why you know toward the end of the song or whatever you know busy was closing out the song and he he's doing this part and you know and and you know and everybody who know the uh the story with bone thugs and harmony know uh busy busy bone then had problems upon problems upon problems uh not sometimes not being around for tours and when the when the when the when the, when the, when the the group went on tour, not being around sometimes when they when they when they uh, recorded certain albums, things like that. Um, Bounced with uh, you know addiction, depression, alcohol, all kind of stuff. He's been going through it. You know what I'm saying? So apparently, he in the heat of everything going on, he looking over there, seeing them kind of bobbing and swaying. He's thinking that they're mocking him, right? He gets he gets very upset about this. Uh, he, he, he said that, you know, they, they, they're not going to be mocking him, you know, so on and so forth. And he threw a bottle at, at, at uh, at Juicy J and, um, and a little scuffle kind of ensued that, you know, uh, it was just a scuffle. It was, it was, it was, it was weird. And, uh, and then he, he kind of was gone for like a half hour, right? So I guess they took him backstage, got him to calm down or, or according to Gangsta Boo, had him take his pills or whatever. I don't know, but he was but he was missing for like a half hour, and then he he finally came back out. Uh, he made a little speech uh, about you know apologizing for what was going on and talking about like for the culture and this that and the third, uh, so on and so forth. Actually, after it was over, uh, I think after it was all said and done, he went on Twitter and he and he uh, and he and he and he, and he said this. Uh, he says, "I feel as a man." There is a time to apologize and be the bigger person, even if you do not feel wrong. He said, at Melissa BLP, at Triller, and at Versus TV, thank you for everything. But when you're a man, you understand there is a time to be a bigger person. Mistakes will be made. This is hip-hop. If we supposed to be perfect, then we wouldn't be here. At, at the real Swiss Beats, yes, Swiss needed to be called and spoken to as well, even though he told me it was okay. When I got back on stage, I meant what I said. I really hope you guys understand my passion for music and my seriousness about God. I really believe in what I say. I'm an artist. I came back because I know a lot of people depended on me. It was not scripted, but it ended up perfect. A toast to hip-hop. Shit gets crazy sometimes. At Juicy J and DJ Paul and Crunchy Black, I give you respect, <clears throat> and I gave you enough hell to know that what heaven going to be like. You did. You guys did a heck of a job embracing me after that. And it took class. This is real. I am real. God bless you all. So he, 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 he kind of apologized for the, for the whole thing. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, when, when I was watching it, cause I didn't, I didn't watch it live, you know, cause the fact that I didn't have, I didn't have any, I didn't have any plans on watching this particular versus battle. And I'm going to tell you why, right? Uh, even though I, I, you know, I was, I, I, I like Bone Thugs. I was a huge fan. Not so much 3 Six Mafia. Not so much, right? But, but their trajectory was were, were a lot different. Bone was super hot in the beginning, right? In the beginning, they had all the hits, all the you know, and we kind of knew what they were doing. And there was this little weird phenomenon or whatever, you know. Uh, and then they kind of tapered off toward the end, and, I, and a lot of that had to do with busy and his problems and the group not being able to, like, to get it together entirely and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, and I get it. But then on the three six side of things, like they didn't stay, they didn't start off. On a national level like that, it was a more of a localized Memphis, Tennessee, in that general area type of stuff. And then as they, as they, as they got bigger and they started working with other people, uh, this, that's when they got, you know, bigger. You know, you, you, when you got Juicy J working with pop stars and, um, and stuff like that. Uh, and they, and they brought in a lot of other people. So then that's when, so it was different. Like 
you know, in the beginning, Bone was hot, and then they and then they got they got lame, and then in the beginning, Three Six was like unheard of, and then they got hot. So for me, a lot of the, the, the stuff that Three Six was doing on that stage, I had never even seen before in my life. You know what I mean? Like you know, bringing Terrence Howard out to do the little movie song. Okay, that was dope. You know, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but then they brought out like you know, um, they brought out Young Buck and MG, uh, A Ball MJG. Uh, you know, they brought it, so it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, that was dope. Um, but you know, and then Bone, of course, didn't really have any real, uh, uh, you know, guests because most of the people, the, the legendary people who they work with are dead, right? And that's like Bone's claim to fame is that they work with Biggie, they work with Tupac, so on and so forth. But they did the, the, the songs and everything. And, um, of course, and, and Mariah, the, the big song that they were Mariah Carey, which of course she wasn't going to come out and support them on nothing like that. Uh, so they didn't really have anybody come out to really support them in that regard. So I really didn't have any plans on, on watching this. It just so happened afterwards, you know, I see on Twitter, you know, versus was trending. I'm like, oh, okay, what's going on? And then I see the clips and I'm like, okay, so let me watch this and see, you know, to see what happened. And, you know, again, not one of the best. I still, I still think that, that, that Method Man and Red Man had the best verses about that I've seen so far. Uh, I, you know, I thought the KRS one, uh, Big Daddy Kane one was really a real close second. Um, you know, in the, uh, Asley Brothers versus, uh, who was Asley's going up against? Asley, the Asley Brothers one was pretty good too. Um, but, uh, I, I still think Red and Meth gave the best show in, 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 in my, my, my honest opinion. And, you know, you can never really, um, top that, that debacle that was the second ever versus battle, uh, between Teddy Riley and, uh, it was a babyface. Is it babyface and Teddy Riley? Yeah, it was pretty good stuff. So, I, you know, the versus thing. I, you know, I see. Well, you know, I, I'm kind of torn about it, right? I, you know, the whole hashtag for the culture. I, I, I do think this is great. It gives it gives artists a chance to one last one last victory lap, right? You know what I mean? Like they get to hit that stage one last time. Um, SWV and, uh, versus, uh, uh, Escape was good too. That was actually really good. That was a good one. So that one probably like my third one of all time. But, you know, just seeing them, uh, groups that, you know, especially groups, if it was a such thing, like, you know, groups that, you know, that had problems and they fell apart and it was kind of good. It's kind of good to see them get back together for this one night to do the versus battle represent for their brand. Um, it's always kind of cool to see that, right? Um, and and especially people who you haven't seen in a while, like you know Big Daddy Kane coming out there doing what he what he did, and you know KRS One, I, I think that's that's dope. Um, do I see it becoming a thing where it can generate like like a crazy amount of money? I mean, so far so good. Uh, the crowds are getting bigger, right? Um, as, ever since they took it live, uh, after it creeped out of the the, the COVID closet, um, it's been it's been doing okay. But um, I, I don't know. I have to think at the end of it all. Um, this right here, this what, what just happened here. I think Swiss and Tim are gonna have to really lay down some rules and and kind of tighten it up. I mean, because keeping it raw is one thing, and and, and authentic. I, I like that aspect of it as well, and the fact that you never know what's gonna happen. I think I think that's cool as well. But um, but you know, if I'm buying it, like it was one thing if I'm watching it on Instagram, like like how it was started, right? We we would watch it online, and uh, you know a trailer is is free. You can you know you don't really have to. You, you can always watch it for free. But if I'm one of the people who 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 bought a ticket, and I go to these live events, and and something like what happened this time happened. Like let's say Busy didn't never came back, like because he was out there for 20 minutes. I think that this this fight happened 20 or 30 minutes into the show, and um and 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 he left right. So so you know what what if he, he never decided he wasn't coming back. Or, or whatever, you know, or what, well, this, 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 this happened to, you know, uh, who was it? Jizzy, Jeezy versus, um, Gucci and, and Gucci left over in 20 minutes into the show. You know, what I mean? like so those things you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta kind of, you know, keep those things in mind. But I, but I do believe though, you know, the whole, the whole preserving the culture and representing the culture and, and letting, and bringing the culture to the stage like that, I, I like the idea of it. If it was me, I would tweak it a little bit. It's some, it's some bolts that need to be tightened. It's some rules that need to be implemented. It's some things that need to change about it. It need to be a little bit more structured, I believe. Um, but 
you know, also you you you, you want to keep it raw, you know, you especially the hip hop part of it. The, you know, the the R and B singing stuff, and sometimes they go gospel with it. I, I think all that is beautiful. You know, it's just you know when you got them rappers up there though. You, you, you gotta, you gotta make sure everything is gonna be legit. Um, I, I'm, I, at the end of the day, I'm a huge fan of verses. Though. I think what, what, what Timberland and Swiss Beats are doing, I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome, awesome thing, right? Um, especially if, uh, if these, you know, everybody who's, who's graced that stage, you know, they, they worked out a deal with them where they can, you know, share like, uh, stake in the, in the company. Like, I think that's, that's awesome. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't say nothing bad about that. That's, it, actually, the whole business model is pretty dope. Uh, but just seeing, like, trying to think of how to expand it, uh, you know, it, it's going to take some work, I believe, right? Uh, and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, all in all, I, I want to see, I, it's still some battles that I still think are, are left, there's still left on the table that we need to see. Um, so uh, hopefully this right here don't really detract or take too much from the Versus platform. I, I do want to see it continue. I just don't want to see it. You know, regress to to this because this is, I mean this was just a little small scuffle. I mean, and, and it was just like you know, dude threw a bottle. It didn't hit nobody. It was some punches thrown. None of them landed. Um, you know that kind of thing. But like overall, nobody got hurt. Nobody, you know, there was no guns drawn. No, no, nobody was shooting. So um, that you know, I, I, I think that's that's cool. Um, as long as we can keep it clean like that, I think I think we're gonna be fine, right? I think we're gonna be absolutely fine, right? So uh, so let's do this. Let's uh. Let's go ahead and zip this puppy up with this story here. It's like I was telling you at the beginning of the show when I first uh when we first started to uh when I when I first came on like the open. I was saying I was on Twitter. Big, 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 on Twitter a few weeks ago and uh, you know, my boy my boy uh Dave Rusher, he was like he put a, a, a little meme up and everything about the about the COVID. And it is it is like it is it is so crazy, like you know, this all the different things that are that are still happening. Uh this deep, like you know, like 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 my wife Ryan says, you know, we on season two, uh, at the end of season two, toward <laughs> the season finale of season two of COVID nineteen, and 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 now we got you know season three attack of the Omicrons coming up next year. So, uh, but we still haven't it. Like I work in retail, and it's so weird to me, like uh, how many people come into the building without the mask on, like you know. And again, I, I'm not gonna make this a you know. Pro versus, you know, non-mask situation. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, there's, there's etiquette here, right? It, and, and, and there's, there's etiquette that we all should be, should be, be uh, adhering to if we want to get through this, right? And the reason why we, we approaching a third season of, of, of this COVID mess is because the etiquette has not been, um, followed and enforced properly, right? So, and I get it. Nobody wants to be mandated to do anything. And every time we see these mandates everywhere, everybody flip out about it. And, you know, and I even, you know, heard, overheard, or actually spoke to people directly who was saying, like, you know, if they were ever faced with some type of mandate at their job, then, then they, they just, they, they, they'd just be, be saying that'd be end of the, end of the job for them and, and all of that. And I, you know, I'm just saying, I, I can't speak for everybody, you know, and I'm not even going to try. But but I'm just saying, if it was, if it's if it's my family's well being, especially if I got a decent job, right, you know, and it, and it's taking care of my family, and I know I need my job to take care of my family, and one of the things is in order for me to continue taking care of my family, is for me to get a, a, a vaccine shot, like you know. It's just a, it's a vaccine shot, like the vaccines that you've been taking all your life for flu and measles and chicken pox and all of that stuff, right? Same stuff. This is a shot, right? Um, or you, or, or you, or you, you lose your job, right? Um, I don't know. I don't know why this is, this is so, di- why is this so difficult? It, it, it's weird to me. I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I, I really don't. And, and then, of course, uh, the whole idea of uh, people, Wanting things to turn, get back to normal, but refusing to do the things that it takes to get us back to some semblance of normalcy, right? Um, simple stuff. Like, you know, wh- why are you coming inside buildings, inside stores, you know, with no matter, like, I'm going to tell you what really tripped me out, right? So, uh, I just recently switched locations. Uh, you know, I was working out in a rural area, 
uh, you know, kind of, kind of, kind of countryfied, you know, a little bit racist or whatever, you know. And then, and now I move, you know, I've switched my location back to the city again. So now I'm working back within the city. But one of the things that I noticed that I go to, I went to this restaurant and I'm not going to put the restaurant on, I'm not going to put the restaurant on black. I was, I thought about it for a second. I was, I was, I was like, I thought about it, but I'm not going to put the restaurant on blast, but I'll go to lunch. It's across the, the parking lot, uh, to the restaurant. And, uh, I walk in there and everybody behind the counter, these are people working inside the, this are the people making the food. Okay. I, I want to be very clear about what I'm saying. I'm trying to paint a picture for you guys. Okay. Uh, every single individual behind that counter, including the, the managers, right? were maskless, zero mask on their face, not even hanging from an earlobe, not even pushed down uh, with the nose sticking out, you know what I mean, like halfway on, halfway off, not even tucked under the chin like what they like, like, like the mask started on their face, no mask to be seen anywhere, right? I'm, and I'm dead serious when I say this. This is exactly what I saw. So I walk in there, and, and I'm looking around, and I'm like, wow. Um, it's one thing for me to see, like, patrons inside the, the restaurant. It's a few patrons in there. With no masks on and whatnot. Uh, but every single employee, every one of them, <laughs> every, every single employee. So, you know, I, I was faced with a dilemma, right? Like, what, 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 what do I do here? Now, you know, of course, while I was standing there, I tweeted this out. Like, I tweeted the scenario out while I was sitting there, right? <laughs> and then, you know, I immediately got responses like, why are you still there? Like, why are you still, why are you still standing in there, right? You know, stuff like that. But, you know, but I could, the reason why I stood there for as long as I did, you know, is because I had to, I had to soak in that whole entire environment, right? <laughs> I had to commit everything that I was seeing to memory because because it, it was it was unbelievable and I knew if I told somebody about this they would not believe me right so I wanted to make sure that I saw every detail right so you know, so I was in there for about two maybe maybe three minutes right um and so so I'm like wow so I'm really hungry now and now and I came all the way over here and now like that's ten minutes of my lunch break already gone so if I leave and go somewhere else I got to do you know so I'm I'm, I'm just sitting there you know pondering like. You know, and I mean, I was actually really thinking about this. Like, you know, I'm watching them make everybody else's food. I'm like, well, they they cool, <laughs> they they cool with uh, they cool with these people making, making their food. Like, but I was like, it, 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 you know, after about two minutes, I was just like, you know, I was so grossed out. I was like, this right here is is ridiculous, right? Um, so you know, I I just walked out, right, and um, I was in shock. I was I was. I was I was I was thoroughly amazed at that that was going on, right? And that nobody had said anything. So you know, of course, um, you know, ended up going somewhere. I hit a drive through somewhere, and I and I think Wendy's or something. And uh, and I, so while I was sitting in my car eating my, my lunch, I I went and and uh, and and found a look. It went to the Google reviews, and I gave them like a terrible review and talked about you know how um, they didn't have masks on stuff like that. But uh, you know, but that whole situation just got me to thinking about. You know the way we interact with each other as a whole. So there's been uh, weddings, and because um, I know um, one of the girls who I was working with at the other location before I, I just recently moved, she just got got married. And one of the conversations that we had uh, leading up to the to the to the wedding, I was like, "Oh, um, you know, talk about the locations and stuff." And then she was like, and she just kind of like slipped in there, like. Oh man, I wish I could do stuff like that. I'm like, well, you know, just your wedding. You should be able to go wherever you want. She's like, well, no, because um, you got to be vaccinated to do this, and you got to, you know, they want masks for that. And I'm, and I, and I had, you know, that, that whole thing had completely slipped my mind. You know what I mean? I, I, I was assuming that everybody was going to be following the same, the same protocols at this particular wedding. Like, why would you go and be around other people? And not have not be like have a vaccinated or and have your mask. Like why why would you willingly do that? And then I realized that a lot of people were doing that, and 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 I couldn't believe it. I was like, damn, I I, <laughs> I didn't know this was happening or whatever. Right? People were having parties and get-togethers, and during the summer, everybody was going over to to the, to the community pools. Uh, they were doing a bunch of wild stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? And I was just like, whoa. This is this is crazy, but this is why we. we but this is why, um, you know, they they want to they want to do normal stuff, but they don't they don't want to do what it takes to get to get to the normal place. So, 
I remember one group of people uh, who decided to, to, to go bowling. Like, they all in a big old group bowling and drinking and having a good time, hugging and laughing all on each other. And then, and then we all worked together and all of them were out of work the next, you know, next couple of days for, for, for a few weeks. All of them got COVID. But you know, that's neither here nor there. I, that, I, I'm not the one to tell people what to do, but I, I just, I just think that, uh, uh, that we need to do better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? So, you know, I'll check out this, um, this, uh, this this article is talking about the, the etiquette of how we should really be uh, conducting ourselves in this uh, this COVID era. Uh, so it says here, um, in this era of COVID nineteen, etiquette has often taken a backseat to bad manners. Most of us has wit- have, most of us have witnessed an epidemic of disrespect and rudeness related to the precautions we are taking to protect ourselves. You know, they said they asked uh, two etiquette experts for advice on handling the uncomfortable situations we all have had to confront. Uh, they said uh, this person is from the owner of the Etiquette School of Florida in Orlando. Here are their guidelines for dealing with friends, family, and strangers with firmness, but with also kindness. So here's the first one. It says, a stranger asked me why I was wearing a mask outdoors. What should I have told her? So first of all, like... When people when people do that to like, it, I don't know. Like I, I'm I'm of the of of the ilk of anytime I'm not in my house or in my car, I have a mask on my face. That's just that's just me, right? Um, I don't know why anybody else would would, would do it any any different. It's just I don't know that. And I and I am I am when it's fully vaccinated, right? Uh, if it was more shots to take, I probably would take them too, right? But 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 I'm just saying, like, if I'm not in my house. Or in my car, there's a mask on my face, right? That's just that's the way it works, right? The answer was, um, she said, "This is what they call a nosy question." She said uh, that you uh, your reply should follow an evasive route, such as "I have personal reasons" or "It makes me feel secure," and leave it at that. And that's kind of usually what I do. I'm like, you know, for me, I I, I just I feel like you know it, it makes me feel you know a little bit more. You know, safe, and that's why I do it. Whether or not it, and I tell whether or not it's actually working or not, it don't really matter. Um, I feel like you know, it's it's me doing my part to help. You know, and and honestly, I say it's, it's you know, it, it helping me uh, protect other people around me too. You know, so uh, that's what the mask is for, right? Um, you know, that kind of thing. So another question was, what is the best way to ask people entering my house if they are vaccinated? Wow. Uh, that is a tricky one, right? You know, I, I noticed that you know, like like my wife is doing a lot of uh, home improvement, right? She's uh, you know, remodeling uh, one of the rooms, turning it into like a gigantic closet, and then she's moving her home office downstairs, and so she got a lot of people coming in and out of the house and whatnot. And she's always like always have the mask on, and 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 so on and so forth. And sometimes, most of the time, they they put a mask on because they see her one on. And I feel like I don't know. I feel like if you anybody going to anybody else's house, regardless, I'm just this is me. I feel like unless they're fa- like, like unless they're 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 family and you guys have had a you got to work in like a you know a, a common relationship like like whenever we go to to my wife's uh, parents' house or whatever you know you know we we kind of we all know because we do this all the time that we all vaccinated we are, we're good but uh, if I go to, if I went to anybody else's house any I don't care who it is right I'm I'm, I'm putting a mask on before I go in this person's house. Um, there is no reason for them to have to even ask me all that because I'm putting the mask on anyway. But it, it is a it is a question, right? It is, and it says, uh, you know, how you how you uh, ask the best way to ask people uh, if they're vaccinated is like you decide on your house rules beforehand and you stick with them before someone enters your home. You have to decide your comfort level about whether or not they're vaccinated. Right? It's your home and it's your health that you're concerned with. Uh, the key is to be polite. You know, so it comes down to how you ask. Remember to never come across in an accusatory tone. Be gracious in your asking. Um, you know, so if you plan on having a small group of friends over and would like to invite only fully vaccinated couples, then ask them at the time that you invite them. Ask them private. Don't put people on the spot in front of other people. You know, that's right. Be like, yo, you know, uh, you know, me and my wife was planning on doing like a Super Bowl party or whatever, right? Let me just use that as an example because there is no way that my wife would let me at this particular juncture have anybody over at the house, right? I'm just using that as an example. Like, like so, so me and my wife, like I was talking to somebody, like we're planning on doing like a little Super Bowl get together, whatnot. Um, but you know, uh, 
you know how we're doing it right now. We're trying to keep keep everything safe. Uh, where you at with your vax, right? That's that's the way I would do it, right? Like, where you at with your vax? And they'd be like, well, you know, I I, I you know I did this and the third. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's cool, you know. And then I, that's that. Like, you move on, right? But then she's saying that you you want to make sure you ask them about the vaccination before you do the invite, so that way you don't have to rescind it, right? So it says, uh, uh, watch your tone of voice. Choose your words wisely and don't be judgmental. I suggest you start by explaining why you desire to know. I hope you don't mind me asking, but my family and I are fully vaccinated and are trying to start gathering with those that are also. Depending on the reply, you can decide whether to go ahead with the invite or not. So I like that. I think that's 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 classy. That's dope, right? Um, I like it. So I'm going to say that one more time. It says, uh, the quote was, uh, I hope you don't mind me asking, but my family and I are fully vaccinated and are trying to start gathering with those that are also. I like that. That's that's pretty slick. You know what I mean? That's pretty slick right there. It says, uh, if people are arriving at your house without a mask, keep a box handy by the front door and offer them one. Uh, if you're still uncomfortable, meet them outside your front door to visit or have a conversation with them first, right? Um, you know, that kind of thing. So I don't know. Um, I think we we might have a box of masks, uh, masks on the... Uh, on the little foyer thing, I, 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 I'm not sure. I don't know if she if she has it, and I know I know she keeps a box of them somewhere in the living room. So I know she got them somewhere in the front. But uh, that, that kind of thing, right? Um, so another question was: I'm invited to a wedding that will have more than a hundred people. I'm not sure whether whether or not to go. Uh, what kinds of questions should I ask that will ease my fears but still be respectful of the host? So now this one's another one. Another, and I, I know for me. Um, you know, I, I'm, and I'm just, you know, for me, I, I'm just really not going too many places right now. Um, luckily for me, nobody really invited me. No, <laughs> ain't nobody really invited me nowhere like lately. But, but I know for the most part, if 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 I'm getting invitations like right now, you know, most of the time I'm telling people I'm just, you know, I, I I'm kind of limited limiting, you know, the places that I'm that I'm going to and stuff like that, and my interaction with. I don't know. I just, I me personally, I just don't feel. I, I don't feel good enough to be going to like gatherings and stuff right now. That's just my thing, right? But the answer to the thing says, um, um, what was we? Uh, it's the, actually the responsibility of the bride and groom to provide COVID information that gives the guests peace of mind. Uh, still feel free to ask questions such as, are they requiring fully vaccinated guests? And if so, do they require proof? Uh, will they require testing for the unvaccinated? <laughs> I don't know if anybody's doing that. Uh, will they require masks? Like, I don't know. Um, I get it, man. People like they they feeling the urge to to to, to get together. It's been it's been two years, man, and 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 people are, are they they feeling that they crazy. Like I, me, I'm not really feeling the urge to gather. Only thing I'm kind of missing is like me and the lady, you know, traveling right and going out and like you know seeing the world. For us, that's the issue, right? Because you know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really huge into like hanging out with a whole bunch. I'm, that's not my, that ain't my scene anyway. Uh, COVID or no COVID, I, I, I really just don't get a kick out of just being around a whole bunch of people. That's, that's not my thing, right? But, but I, you know, I do miss us being able to, to, to move around and to travel, uh, and enjoy being on vacation and things like that. Um, that's what, that was, that's what bugs me. Uh, and that's what, uh, that's the only thing I'm kind of like, kind of sad about. Is that I, I kind of wish you know we could do some stuff, but you know, it, it, with the situation the way it is, man, it's almost just it's, it's just safer to just stay put. And I don't know why people feel like they have to do the birthday parties and the and the and the, and the okay the weddings, you know. But there's ways to do the way. There's ways to do it, you know. Um, and the world shouldn't absolutely stop uh, because I mean, you know, we can we find ways to navigate through this, right? But. Um, some of the stuff is weird, man. Um, the last one I got here uh, says, um, and this is one of the things that the family is going through here. So I would like to return to church, but my church does not have a mask mandate, and I'm concerned people will be unvaccinated. I really miss it and would like to figure out a way to go and be comfortable. Should I discuss this with my pastor? Uh, anyone I should talk to? I should I just make my own decision? Um, so, you know, there's that one. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, uh for religious folks, I mean, you know, I, 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 you know, I'm not a super, you know, super religious person, but I, I can tell you this: um, I feel like you can do, you can worship where I mean, people do it in in the in weirdest, the weirdest of places. Um, I've seen it. I, you know, I, I, I don't think 
that that uh being in the building to worship is the most important part. You know, I don't think the where is the thing. You know what I mean? Like, but that's just my personal opinion, right? Uh, but this is what this is what the, what the pros said. So many COVID guidelines for service of any religions are dictated from their hierarchy, right? And and that's kind of what what I see. Uh, but then it says uh, there is very little a local pastor can do. <laughs> Here's here is your personal concern it has to be the deciding factor. If you do not feel comfortable attending in person, what you must remember is that your attending the service via virtual format from your home does not indicate any loss of faith. Uh, on the contrary, this should confirm to your to you that God is in whatever form you believe in transcends any physical building or gathering that worship can take place anywhere. And and that I do agree with. I feel like uh, you don't re- you know you don't really have to be there. I, look, the fellowship and the that that you know that, that is missing, um, you know, and it's a big deal to a lot of people. Uh, but as far as like getting your doing your part and doing in, in your worship, I feel like you can do that. Uh, you know, anywhere that you, you know that's 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 safe, right? You know that kind of thing. So um, that's why I look at that, right? And and it's crazy, uh, but people. You know, especially now, like we in the holiday season and stuff. And, uh, as I said, with the holidays approaching, I'm concerned that several of my family members who are unvaccinated will want to join us at a family gathering. Is it okay to tell them they are not welcome if they're not vaccinated? Or is it okay to make specific rules for them if I decide they can come? Like they must stay outside and must maintain a social distance. Like that is wow. Like that is, that is a tough one. You know, I, I really wish, I really wish. I could get Vernie's, like, I, I wish I could get her thoughts on this one. Cause this one, that one is, that one is sticky, right? I mean, if, if it was somebody asking me this question, what, what would I say? Um, like, like I already mentioned, first, first of all, like, I'm not really, I'm not really going to the gathering. I'm not going to be there myself. So, you know, so it's hard, like, it's hard for me to just really, to really feel for anybody in this predicament because I feel like this shouldn't be a thing. I feel like people shouldn't be doing this, right? But, but you know, um, you know, you got to see family sometime, right? And normally this is the time of year that you do it. And you going to tell, like, Big Mama and them that they can't come because they're not – I don't know. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a tough one. That is that is a, that is a absolute tough one right there. Um, you can't tell – I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I think you can say something like, hey, listen, man. Um, yeah, we're doing the, the the family thing over here, man. But uh, you, know, like, you probably have to tell them early. Like, I mean, I think now might be a little too late, right? Because you need a certain amount of time to be fully vaccinated before you fully, fully vaccinated. I think uh, it doesn't count as being fully vaccinated until like a, a couple weeks after your, your second dose. I think that's right. So like, so like somebody right now, if you're telling them right now, I mean, I can see them being, being upset if you be like, yo, yeah, we, we, we all kind of getting together, but you know, we decided that we was going to do it, you know, everybody be vaccinated so we can, so we can, you know, not have to wear a mask and we can all kind of be, you know, close and everything like normal. So we, we kind of, you know, expecting everybody to be, to be vaccinated. Um, I don't know if, uh, if they told you that, what, what would you think? Like if you were, if you were one of the unvaccinated, and they, and they, they, you know, and your, your brother told you this, like, yo, bro, uh, yeah, I would love to have you, man, but, um, nah, man, we, we, you know, we got the kids and stuff and we're trying to make sure everybody is vaccinated. Like, like, how do you, how do you handle it as a vaccinated person? I, I don't know. Like I said, for me, this was a hard one for me because I know, first of all, I personally wouldn't be there. I, I, I wouldn't because I, you know, vaccinated or not, like I said, the last time I seen a situation like that was a few months ago. Uh, my wife's family came up uh, for uh, the parents' uh, anniversary, right? Uh, so it was a few people gathered up. Everybody was vaccinated, so it wasn't even really a conversation, right? So I don't even know if it was if it. And I mean, you know, like I said, this is this is my wife's family, so I don't know every conversation that was had. A lot of that stuff what they talked about, I wasn't around for. I don't know if they had this conversation with somebody in the family. I have no idea. All I know was that everybody who was there when I was there 
was, was were, were vaccinated, so it wasn't like it wasn't even an issue, right? Like we didn't, we all knew we were all vaccinated, and it was all good. But like I said, I don't know if that that's the conversation that they. That's why it's like you know, I, re- I really wish I could have got her thoughts on this particular one because you know this is something that that she just went through. But uh, I, I don't like I said, I don't know what kind of conversations were had, but um. It couldn't have been. It could have been comfortable. I can take it that much, right? It could. It could have been comfortable at all, you know. But uh, I. I don't know. It, that's why I say, man, listen. Uh, for, you know, just like I think, some like if you feel in a certain type of way about the vaccinations, like you know, maybe you're scared or whatever, whatever it might be. That's cool. But I, I'm just saying, for me personally, like to all my friends and family. Uh, for people who may or, or may not be, you know, vaccinated, it, it's the right thing to do for more than just like you. It's, it's for people like it's situations just like this. We're talking about family, right? We're talking about family. And now we can't even be with family because most of the, some of the people in the, in the family are vaccinated and some of the people in the family are not. This is the type of stuff that, 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 that this whole fake information and uh, people, you know, want to do research and not researching properly and, and getting their news from social media and all this ridiculous, the, the silly part of it. Like if you, if you unvaccinated because of something silly, I, I, I really don't have a whole lot of uh, sympathy for, I, I don't. Right. Uh, but like I said, if you had a legit, some legit, like, you know, concerns and, and, you know, and, and they made sense, like you know, the, every, you know that's like I said. You can it's your body and it's it's your choice to do whatever you want to do. But you got to understand that whatever choice you ultimately decide to make, um, it affects everybody around you. Uh, you know, people who uh, voluntarily or involuntarily, anybody that you are in contact with, it affects them in one way or another. So that's something to think about, right? Like like I said again, you know, I'm just saying, you know. Unless it's something that you really firmly believe in, and it's legit, and you and and, and you okay with 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 being ousted sometimes, or left out of certain things, or not being invited to certain things, or having to do extra stuff like wear a mask or stand outside or whatever, whatever. If you're okay with all those things, and you really still believe in whatever you believe in, for not being you know taking your shots or whatever, hey, it's it's I, I'm not mad at you because because you, you get it and you understand, right? But but don't don't do the whole. Um, who was the, the football player recently? I meant to talk about that earlier. Uh, football player who uh, presented fake uh, COVID uh, documentation. What, what that, that's stupid, right? You know, like no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not we're not doing that. Okay, you know. So I just say figure it out, man. I mean, like I know we we. Uh, we in the, in the era of a whole lot of choice and maybe, you know, we having way too much choice and maybe some, some of these choices need to be, uh, taken out of our hands because a lot of people don't know how to, how to, you know, how to navigate it properly. Right. And I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not, I'm not, uh, saying, you know, leaning one way or another. I, all I know is for me personally, I feel comfortable being around people who are vaccinated. Bottom line, you know, yes, I get it. I get the fact that, yeah, you can still get get sick or whatever. But if, if all of us are vaccinated, the likelihood of, of us getting sick from each other is very slim. I'll take them chances versus, like, whatever this nonsense is that uh, you're looking at or listening to uh, uh, on, on TikTok, okay? So with that, man, again, the show went a little bit long this week. Um, but I definitely appreciate... Uh, Every uh, body who's been uh, giving me support with this with this second podcast and um, the Big Q's World thing, and this actually gives me a chance to really talk about the things that I want to talk about. Everything we do on the show is not always roses and and sunshine, and some things are, are terrible uh, <laughs> and that kind of thing. But it is what it is. But 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 I also. Uh, Dig the fact that you know you guys are interested in, in my opinion. Uh, I try to keep it. I try to keep it culturally opinionated. I try to keep it culturally opinionated. I try not to get you know real silly with it or not like that. I'm trying my best, right? We only on episode three. Uh, hopefully, this continues to grow into something beautiful uh, and that kind of thing. Uh, again, everybody who's checked out the podcast on uh, all the podcast platforms, left good reviews. Uh, Subscribe to their podcast and getting their, 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 their bi-weekly downloads. I appreciate all the love. Everybody who's also following me on my social medias, man, at Big Q's World on Instagram, at Big Q's World on, uh, Twitter. 
and uh, Facebook.com slash Big Q's World, right? Uh, that's Big Q with two G's, right? B-I-G-G-Q-S-W-O-R-L-D. Big Q's World. That's where we at, man. Um, and we're doing it like that. Connect with your boy. Uh, drop some stuff on me. If y'all, anything y'all want to hear me uh, talk about or if you want to get my opinion on, just hit me up on the socials, man, uh, at Big Q's World. Be like, yo, bro, I'd love to get your opinion on this thing or that thing or whatever. I was going to talk about it. If it's something that's in my wheelhouse, something that I feel comfortable talking about, because I'm not going to be just sitting up here flapping my gums about something I have absolutely no idea of what I'm talking about. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be one of those people, right? Um, but if it's something I got an opinion on or I feel a certain type of way about, uh, absolutely. I, I'll be glad to uh, to share uh, my uh cultural opinion on that right? <laughs> you know what I mean on that note again I want to thank everybody who supports me and what I do uh, whether it's the uh, Smart Guys Tech Podcast uh, what I do on YouTube or here at Big Q's World uh, kudos man I appreciate you guys y'all take it easy I'm gonna go ahead and wrap this one up I'm out of here y'all keep it classy I'm out peace Big Q's World Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.